Welcome back to this week's podcast. Um, there is a lot to go over, and it's just been one week. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot of things to go over. Um, but before we do that, make sure you check out my Instagram and the YouTube. But, okay. So, we're going to get straight into this because there is a crazy amount of drama and just things going on. So, first things first, um, rapper DMX, sadly, passed away um, last week. However, there is a little bit of good news. He reportedly finished his album that features Pop Smoke before he passed away. Um, the upcoming album will also have features from Lil TJ, Rick Ross, Meek Mill, and more. Um, in an interview, DMX stated that... He never met Pop Smoke personally, but he had the chance to collaborate with him on a song. So that that's pretty pretty nice. Can't wait for this album to come out because of TJ and Meek. So that's going to be crazy. Can't wait for that um, project. They haven't set a date yet of when they're going to release it. Like his, um, uh, what's it called? His record label hasn't said anything about when they're releasing it, but maybe possibly soon. Um... So, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, next thing, um, California is allowing concerts, indoor concerts, starting April 15th. Um, apparently, the cases have gone down and the vaccination rates have been going up. And California plans to loosen restrictions to allow people to attend indoor concerts, theater productions, and sporting events in almost all the counties in the state. Um However, there would still be seating restrictions depending on what county falls into the state's four-level risk designation, which I think it's purple is like for widespread COVID risk, and then there's red for sustainable risk, and then it's like orange for moderate risk, and then yellow is like the lowest for minimal risk. So yeah, it just depends on what county you're in in California um, to be able to go to these events. So... That's that. Um, Lil TJ releases tour dates for his new album, Destined to Win, which just came out um, last or two weeks ago, last week. I don't remember. But yeah, he released the tour dates for Destined to Win, which will be this summer in a lot of states. Um, but my state was not on there. Um, but yeah, he's got a lot of states on there. Um, I didn't, I, for, I didn't count like how many there were. But yeah, so... If you're a TJ fan, go look up. He posted on Instagram. And if you go to TJ, LilTJ.com, I think it is, then you can find the tour dates there too. Um, uh, Kid Cudi uh, addresses his Virgil Abloh designed floral dress he wore on Saturday Night Live for his... Um, he had a... Uh, what's it called? He performed on Saturday Night Live. And he wore a, an off-white dress, um, off-white design dress. Um, so let's get into this story. I got the uh, article pulled up right here. Kid Cudi was trending on Twitter on Saturday, April 10th, following his appearance on the Saturday Night Live show. During his performance, he paid tribute to the late Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain by donning a floral dress, much like the one Cobain wore on the cover of the Face magazine in 1993, 
one year before he tragically shot himself at his home in Seattle. As Cuddy's name continued to trend, the self-described Chosen One described to address the chatter on Twitter, providing a little more context into the vision behind the bold fashion choice at the same time. Virgil designed the dress for me, he wrote on Sunday, April 11th. I told him I wanted to show love to Kurt with a floral dress, with a floral print sundress, and this man made a masterpiece. Thank you, Virgil Abloh. You're a genius. Love you, man. We did it. So this is coming a lot of buzz after, um, who was it? Uh, that One Direction guy, um, Harry Styles wore a dress. And um, he has been showing up all over magazines and all that about him just wearing a dress. He's also been on Instagram posting about it. Um, but as we keep going in the story, I'll share more about that. Um, Kid Cudi evidently has plans for the dress beyond Saturday Night Live. Adding in a follow-up tweet, I'm doing a collection with Off-White and the dress will be included. He wrote in a tweet. On April 11th, while Soja Boy might have been confused as to the message Kid Cudi was attempting to convey, the reactions on social media were overwhelmingly positive, surprisingly. Many applauded Cudi's courage for be- breaking gender norms on a national stage and thanked him for being himself. So, I forgot what song he performed on... Saturday Night Live. I think he performed performed several from his new album since he did come out with an album a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, I think the dress was white with flowers on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, he can do what he wants. Like people can do what they want, but you know, it is what it is. He can um wear a dress and people will support him. So good for him. Next up, we have a nationwide ketchup shortage. Yup, because of COVID. Um, More restaurants have been doing curbside pickup and more people have been eating out because they're tired of making food at home. So therefore, restaurants have been running short on ketchup packets as well as ketchup bottles. Um, So stock up on that ketchup if you haven't already. Um... But it's, I mean, it's crazy. The fact that, like, ketchup, like, how, like, it, it, the fact that it's come to ketchup is crazy. But not only ketchup, there's a nationwide chip shortage for the PS5 and many other um, computers. Um, so, let's dig into this. A chip shortage that started as consumers, wait, a chip shortage that started as consumers stocked up on personal computers and other electronics during the COVID-19 pandemic now threatens to snarl car production around... So, it's also car production. Okay. Um, GM said that it would extend productions cut in the U.S., Canada, Mexico until the middle of March. Blah, blah, blah. Including Ford, Honda, and Fiat, Chrysler. Um, But it's not just the automotive industry that's struggling to get enough semiconductors to build their products. AMD and Qualcomm... Which sell chips to the okay yeah so this is so these are the companies that sell chips to PS5 or to the to PS whatever that company is Microsoft and then also Xbox stuff like uh stuff like that um so AMD and Qualcomm 
which sells mo which sell chips to most of the top electronic firms, have noted the sor shortage in recent weeks. Sony blamed the chip shortage for why it's so hard to get a P PlayStation 5 game console. Chips are likely to remain in short supply in coming months as demand remains higher than ever. The Semiconductor Industry Association said in December that the global chip sales would grow 8.4% in 2021 from 2020, 2020's total of $433 billion. That's up from 5.1% growth between 2019 and 2020, a notable jump given how large the absolute numbers are. A huge boom in electronic sales, obviously, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the COVID-19 pandemic has spurred demand for consumer electronics. The first wave involved people buying PCs, monitors, and other gear for working or going to school remotely. Then, last fall, home entertainment gadgets like gaming consoles, TVs, smartphones, and, and tablets started flying off the shelves. PC sales were up 4.8% in 2020 to 275 million units, which over 10% growth in the holiday season. So even, that's crazy. Um, blah, blah, blah. Other gadgets sold well too. The Consumer Tech Association and American Grade Group said that 2020 was the biggest year on record with nearly $442 billion in retail sales revenue and is projecting to projecting big demand for gaming consoles, headphones, and smartphones, blah, 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 in 2021. That's insane. So yeah, according to this article, the PS5 and other Xboxes, stuff like that, that are low on um, inventory won't be available for a couple months, which is crazy. I don't have, I have an Xbox, not a PS, I didn't really want a PS5, and my brother didn't really either because we got the Xbox, but... That is crazy. I'm glad. I don't know if Apple is even has been affected. I don't know, but I, it doesn't say in this article about Apple being um, affected by the chip shortage. Um, let me see. Yeah, it doesn't show anything. The problem is even if that if the ten cent chip is missing, you can't sell your three thirty thousand. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Next topic. Oh, okay, this one kind of goes along with what we were just talking about. Michael Pick, the engineer who made the largest Nintendo Switch in the world, has donated it to a children's hospital. Pick uploaded a YouTube video explaining how he made the massive Nintendo Switch that has a 650% larger screen than a standard size Nintendo Switch. We are going to watch this video. I have not watched it yet. Um, so... Let's get into this. Let me see. Yep, here it is. World's largest Nintendo Switch actually works. So it actually works. Let me turn the ads off. I yeah, I haven't watched this video yet, so we're doing like a blind react kind of. And you can just search up Michael Pick on YouTube and you'll find it. Alright, let's see. So this is him making it. Oh, dang. It's basically a TV screen that has the Switch controls on the side. And this is the world's largest fully functional Nintendo Switch. 
every single button works, even the side triggers. I really like the Nintendo Switch. It's small, it's portable, but it's really easy to lose. And for me, that was a problem. So I decided to fix that by making something that was a little bit larger and just a little bit harder to... Okay, so if you don't watch the video, um, it's basically, he basically put a TV screen and then he put the switches, like the, the controllers on the sides with like full, the buttons are full size, like the triggers are full size. Okay, that's crazy. In this video, I'm going to show you how I built the world's first fully functional giant Nintendo Switch and then giving it away at the end of the video. I'm just gonna fast forward through this. Yeah, so he made a cage out of wood and spray painted it for the switch, for the um, for the controllers on the side, and then for the TV in the middle. One of the really cool features about this giant switch is that you can play with the Joy Cons or with an external Pro controller. Wow. He's playing, right now he's playing Mario Kart on it, like full-size Mario Kart with the controllers. The controllers don't come out, I, I don't think, because he kept them in, and he's like moving from side to side to click the buttons, but I don't know if they come out. Let me see. Dang. Yeah, he's just playing, uh, he's just playing, uh, What's it called? Mario Kart right now? Okay, so he's playing Fortnite on it and he can he's controlling it with um the switch controllers from a smaller switch, like a regular size switch. Oh they do come out. Okay. This is how it all works. So up top oh, no, I have no, no, a Joy-Con no. controller. And it's in a 3D printed mount that I made. This mount allows me to attach servos on top of the Joy-Con controller without destroying it. By just removing a few screws, the Joy-Con can easily be released from the mount. Oh, okay. So he basically, so basically, what he did is in the big controllers on the side, there is one small controller um, in the center that has been like it's in like a holder that was 3D printed. And whenever you click a button from the big controller, it clicks a button on the regular size controller, which powers the game. I think. That, I think that's how it works. This is the microcontroller that tells the servos what to do. And that takes the input from the front panel and it tells each servo what button to press on the Joy-Con controller. Yeah. So that, we have basically it's a bunch of wires and then like some pieces of wood that click the buttons on the regular size controller to work the game i guess and then there's also the switch holder that you like can put the switch in and it project project onto a tv those are in the huge controllers as well nintendo switch i have this little shelf here holding it up and the front panel has these 3d printed buttons that i printed and painted the joysticks were also 3d printed i used rubber bands to center the giant joysticks over the factory joysticks this thing is massive measuring 70 by 30 inches it weighs 65 pounds dang okay so it's 70 inches by 30 which is like let me do the math real quick 
over six feet. Six feet, over six feet by um over two feet. And 65 pounds. 4K yeah, it's display. 650 times bigger than a factory Nintendo Switch. That's crazy. Like I said in the beginning of my video, I'm not going to be keeping the Switch. It's actually intended for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. He literally, he rented a Home Depot car. Like one of those big Home Depot vans to fit this in it. Where you can find more about what they do. This is crazy. Yep, they he donated it to St. Jude. That's crazy. They had to use one of those um carts, like a huge cart to wheel, wheel it in to the hospital. That's crazy. Okay. Well, that's awesome for him. I wish I could learn how to do that like learn how to build stuff like that that's crazy um that's actually like literally a huge it's basically like a tv that has an, a nintendo switch connected to it but with the huge controllers that's crazy okay moving along new juice world merch on the way question mark um so i saw on the instagram account the 999 um uh, it, it's his merch account. Let me see. I forgot the name of it. 999. 999 Club. Um, which is his account that has everything that has to do with his merch. All that. Um, they posted two stories a couple days ago. Um, asking how people would feel if they dropped a new pair of 999 Nike Uptempos. Um, which they looked pretty cool. If you just go on Google and search up 999 up tempos and you'll find it but it um instead of the up type up tempo saying air on the side because normally they say air on like the big bubble letters it, it, it said 999 on both sides in the big bubble lettering um and then the other story was it featured like kind of a cause action figure but it was juice world wearing his outfit from the bad boy music video um i don't remember if i have a picture of this or not i have a picture of the 999 shoes but yeah it the, i would get the action figure the shoes were kind of ugly i don't really like nike up tempos because they're so like bulky and just big i would definitely get the action figure though they had a big one and then a small one they didn't release like any prices or anything or said anything else about this new possible drop um since like they dropped that those two stories they haven't said anything but it's cool that they're trying to do another shoe because they did have the 999 vans that they dropped back in march i tried copying a pair and they literally sold out in under six minutes all they had three pairs a black pair a blue pair and a pink pair they only had 600 pairs of each and all three shoes sold out in under six minutes. Not kidding. It was ridiculous. And that same day, they also had like other merch that they dropped for, I think it was the Death Race for Love um, anniversary. I think two-year anniversary they dropped. So they dropped the No Vanity shoes, and then they dropped Death Race for Love merch along with the mystery boxes and um, a literal plaque 
from the Death Race for Love. It was selling for $1,000. It was a plaque that said Death Race for Love, two times platinum on it. It had the CDs in it in, like, the glass case that you could, like, you know, that, like, rappers have, like, when they, you know, hang it up on their wall. They were literally selling that for $1,000. They had a mystery box. They had, I think, they had three different mystery boxes. One was, like, $10.50 and then, I think, $100 mystery boxes. All the mystery boxes sold out and all of the shoes sold out. So I have a feeling if they drop this action figure thing and then the shoes, it will sell out very quickly because... I mean, especially the action figure. That's like a that's like hype. The hype beast type. Those could probably resell for a lot on um, StockX. But yeah, I was excited when I saw that. I was, caught me off guard. Not gonna lie. Um, but they also teased yesterday. Um, on the story, they said mystery box is now shipping. But then they on the next slide, they had cards that say Super Nine 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 on them, and it, they're purple. Like, I guess they're like thank you cards or something. And they put like the eye emoji and they blurred out some of the things that were on the card. So I don't know if that's going to be part of that drop with the shoes and the, um, what's it called? The shoes and the action figure. And then the, on the next slide or the next post, they posted a bunch of like printing of the all girls are the same hoodies because his anniversary for that song dropped three years ago yesterday on Tuesday, April 13th. And then also Death Race for Love shirts that they were printing too. So that's exciting. I uh, can't wait for the next album to come out. They need to drop some new music soon. They keep saying soon, soon, soon. And so does the Kid Leroy. He's like soon, 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 so soon. And that never happened. But we do have good news. Slime Language 2 is finally dropping on Friday. Um, I don't know what date that is. I think that's the 7th. 16th let me check yeah on april 16th slime language 2 is finally dropping and i'm so excited because i really hope that i hope that the juice world x little duke x young thug young thug song is on there i forgot the name of it but yeah yeah sorry my brother needed me real quick so anyways the little he um young thug previewed the song a long time ago i think he previewed it maybe when juice world passed away or maybe it was before that i don't remember the song i think it was called um now i'm thinking of i'm getting gonna and the juice world song and then young thug and the juice world song mixed up because juice world and gonna have a song called on a plane and it keeps getting in my head because ali keeps playing it on instagram live whenever she's on there um but I forgot the name of the song, but it was a bop, absolute bop. And I, the album cover for this, the, for the album was released on Tuesday, I think, or maybe it was Monday. Um, and it was like, I guess everyone that's going to be featured on the album. And obviously they can't put juice on there because he's dead. But yeah, I really hope, cause he did say, I think that, or cause I think maybe a, uh, album like song album the songs on the album i think were le leaked like back in december or maybe it was november because he did have that one um song drop on so basically on black friday there was rumors of him dropping slime language 2 and so we all got excited and i think the the track list got leaked that's what's called track list i think that was leaked 
And so the song with Juice World was on it, and I was very excited. Maybe he released it. I don't know. Maybe it was actually officially released, but I don't, I don't remember. And so it never actually ended up dropping on Black Friday, but there was that song, Take It to Trial, that dropped on Black Friday, which it wasn't supposed to drop. It was accidentally dropped. So whenever you would click on it on Spotify, it wouldn't play, but it was there. It was like grayed out. So like you could see the song, it was there, you click on it and it wouldn't play. And then the next day it was like gone. And then he released Take It to Trial back, I think in February, like officially released it. Um, so I'm very excited for this album. It's going to be so fire. Um, we've been literally waiting for this since he dropped Slime Language, Slime Language 1 for real. Um, next, the next drama that is crazy to me. Not drama, but like thing that happened. Um, Usher gets called out by a stripper for throwing fake money at her. Yeah, literal fake money that had his face on it and it said Usher on it. So basically what happened is um, she took to Instagram saying, posting about the fake bills, like posted a picture of it. The bills show Usher on them with like Usher, like the bills were literal bills and it had like usher in the center as like a president would be and then instead of it saying like one dollar or five dollars it said usher like inscribed into the bill um and then yeah so it was literal designed for him her boyfriend took to instagram on a story like posted some story saying my girlfriend post my girlfriend posted about this i've never seen this level of bad word exactly why we stay away from celebs most of them most of the time they suck cheap they're cheap so disrespectful so disrespectful this is foul working so hard to get nothing in return this is a joke their job is to entertain take your cheap self back home and then on the separate story he wrote and the money does not even have a trade-in value whatsoever lmao don't y'all think he should be blasted on social media for this I took, then I went to Twitter and looked and I didn't see that much about it because, oh no. And then today, 21 Savage posted on Instagram. He posted a post on Instagram with a bunch of 21 Savage bills. It was so funny. Um, I th- and I forgot what his caption was, but let me, let me find it. It was really funny. Some, he said something about Usher in the caption, I think. Okay. Yeah. So he's posted up outside of a house holding all the bills and their their fake hundred dollar 21 savage bills and he's holding them holding them up in the uh the way that rappers normally do and then the last picture oh no they're actual never mind they're not 21 savage bills they're at he has a bunch of usher bills that were in the picture they're a bunch of hundred usher bills that's fun i didn't even notice that i thought they were just 21 savage bills and the caption he wrote y'all ain't the only ones getting the usher money getting that usher money Oh my gosh, he must have a at least a rack worth of Usher Usher bills, that Usher money. Usher commented on it, he said, don't spend it all in one place, savage for life, with a winking emoji, that's funny. And he, he oh my gosh, 21 Savage um, pinned the comment, so they're making it a funny situation, which is funny. Um, Lil Baby commented, outfit hard, Nav posted a fire emoji, um... Oh my gosh, that's so funny. All these clowns. All these, oh my gosh, someone put all these clowns. People were doing all these laughing, crying emoji. 
Someone said, how the frick you even get this 21? I know. I didn't even think 21 and Usher were... Usher is so, like, irrelevant. How did he even... I swear, I don't even... All these irrelevant rappers, it's crazy. I don't understand it. But anyways, next thing. Um, Playboy Cardi is fed up with leakers. Not just music leakers, but like this one specific leaker that has been leaking pictures of him and Iggy, his ex-wife, I think. I think they got a divorce, but we're going to watch the video. This um, source from Bobalam News, or just Bobalam from Instagram, not Inst well, he's on Instagram, but YouTube, he posts a bunch about Cardi. He's a huge Cardi fan. So yeah, we're going to watch this real quick. What is good, cool, Cardi people? Welcome to the channel, it's show. Bobalam, and in today's video, you know what we're doing. We're talking about that new Playboy Cardi beef with the hacker or leaker, whatever you want to call him, because I ain't incriminating people out here, all right? But anyway, finally, Cardi is fed up with all these people posting exclusive pictures from his iCloud. That's what it was. Whatever it is, maybe pictures. he saved it on his old Mac and he threw it out, and then some homeless man found it in his dumpster and then sold it to the dark web, okay? I don't know how people would be getting these PayPal accounts or iClouds, but to get right into it, tune. 900 on Instagram be posting hella snippets exclusive pictures and whatnot but I guess this time Cardi got a little sensitive about being on the internet for 2900 posted a new picture of Iggy and Cardi at some sort of I don't know bed and breakfast or something to be real with y'all I would not be surprised if Iggy was the one that made Cardi crack down on the fan pages because she ain't wearing no makeup you know how girls get when you know they're kind of busted and their mask ain't on it but right afterwards, Playboy Cardi found the picture somehow. I guess he's tapped in with all the leakers, too, because, you know, he got to know some of them so we can send them those unreleased tracks that are never going to drop and or the label's never going to clear or he's never going to clear. It's basically... Back to that, Playboy Cardi has been in recently before a whole lot of Red Dropped. He has been in encounters with leakers before. This isn't his first time. And this is his first time, maybe be his, this might be his first time speaking out about it. Um, but before Whole Lot of Red dropped, this one specific leaker leaked the whole track list, a bunch of tracks from the upcoming album. And so that's why, so then album, album, oh my gosh. So then Cardi was like, frick it, scrapped the whole album and then started from scratch. Um, I, well, I shouldn't say start from scratch. He did keep some of the songs on. But yeah, he's had problems with this leaker before, leaking um, track lists, literal tracks, a whole album, several albums, pictures, stuff like that. So this isn't his first encounter with this leaker his marketing mechanism. He definitely leaks at least some songs, okay? But anyway, he comments. But in all reality, I don't think anybody thought he was that serious or even that he was that mad until 2900 then posted on his story an Instagram DM from Playboy Cardi. But that's not all. After that, 2900 posts another Instagram story showing that Playboy Cardi blocked him. Obviously not realizing that 2900 is his burner account or like he definitely has other accounts. Okay, so blocking him. Yeah, this one leaker obviously has more accounts than just the one because obviously or hacker leaker or whatever because obviously he's not trying to get caught and obviously he's trying to stay like in the loop with cardi because obviously he's the biggest target 
for this leaker hype create hacker. animosity between their relationship or make more news about the playboy cardi community which cardi did not want in the first place since this picture leaked and he got mad i don't know this is getting messy out here but it's nice to see that finally cardi says something about the leaks usually like hella songs leak dude does not say a word we don't even know if he knows how to speak english but then he comes in these instagram dms and it looks that is facts like literally there have been whole albums that have been leaked by some hacker leaker guy and cardi says nothing he just ignores it but this was the last straw apparently dude actually knows how to type that's how you know he's mad when he's not speaking in cardi knees right for real lie. if cardi does not speak in his little lingo that he does like with the threes and all that he is mad personally i would also be pretty that people had my personal pictures that were on my iCloud or only on my iPhone or one of my phones because Cardi got like 10 phones at this point. 10. Yeah, Cardi got a lot of phones at this point. ...to Lil Yachty on Twitter a few weeks back. Maybe that's why he has hella phones because he knows people are hacking his shit every time he sees a leaked picture of him and Iggy above... So yeah, that's the basic of what's been going on with uh, Playboy Cardi recently. He's been... Not active that much since he's dropped a whole lot of red. He's been posting some pictures, but he hasn't dropped any music. And he said he was going to drop a deluxe, but that's... I don't know if that's happening because, I mean, he dropped the album back in December and it's already April. But, you know, Lil Yachty did take his time when he was dropping Low Boat 3.5. Like, he took a couple months too, so... But with knowing Playboy Cardi, it will probably be at least a year before he drops his little deluxe with like two songs on it that have been leaked already. But yeah, he's posted, he posted in March and then he posted after the release of his album twice. And that was it. He might have posted more and then just archived it because he's known for that. Um, but he's not following anyone on, on Instagram right now. And, oh, oh, he, crap, Cardi put the leaker, like the leakers at, in his bio, like the leakers Instagram, he put it in his bio, that's crazy, or maybe, maybe it's not his, maybe it's not the leaker. Maybe it's just someone that's that works with Cardi. That's weird. Opium Opium is the name of this guy. I don't know. I've never heard of him. I'm and I've never noticed it there before. So that's interesting. Um. Okay. Next topic. We're getting right through this. Okay. So this next one is kind of has two parts to it. It's all the drama revolving around Lil Nas X and his label and Nike. We talked about the Nike incident last week on the last podcast. But this one, this drama has to do with his label and music possibly being removed from streaming services. But let's get into it. I have the article up right here from XXL Magazine. Um, so let's get right into it. It's a lot. So... After Nike settled their lawsuit with Mischief Product Studio, which created the Satan-inspired sneakers from Lil Nas X by using Nike's original Air Max 97 design to help promote his latest single and video, Montario, Call Me By Your Name, 
The rapper is claiming the controversial song may be leaving streaming services for good. Okay, so this is actually saying that Lil Nas X is the one that might be removing it. So let's look. On Tuesday, April 13th, Lil Nas X made a startling announcement to fans by claiming Montario, Call Me By Your Name, could disappear from music platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal at some point tomorrow, April 14th, which is today, the day I'm recording this. This will be a two-part um, podcast because I am recording in the middle of the week and there will be more stories, obviously, that will come out. But anyways, um, uh, not even he goes and says on um, Twitter... Not even joking. Everybody stream Call Me By Your Name hard today because it may no longer be available tomorrow and there's nothing I can really do about it. Thanks for all the supporters, though. White Heart. He didn't say White Heart. It's the White Heart emoji. Um, The Old Town Road rapper later followed up with a tweet by explaining how fans could take measures to could take measures to ensure they still have access to the track if it is removed from streaming platforms. Everybody screen record the audio video on YouTube so it will be so it will have the song in your gallery worst case scenario he continued. Uh within the two brief tweets the rapper did not mention why the song was possibly being removed. However, fans have started to report the song is no longer available on them. One fan shared a screenshot on Twitter showing an error message that said looks like Montero call me by your name is lo- no longer available. Dang. Uh, the Lil Nas X supporter captioned the tweet, he's being so serious they actually took it down. However, the song is still available on all plat. Okay, so it's still available, I guess? Let me look. I have Spotify uh, up right here. Let me see. Um, Lil Nas X. Oh, no, that's Lil Tecca. Not Lil Nas. Uh, let's see, Lil Nas X. Yep, it's still up. And... Dang, how many different are there? So there's... Montero, call me by your name. There's like three different types. Dang. Of the one song. Let me check on iTunes. If it's still on there. As of today. Yep, it's still on iTunes. So I assume it's probably still on title then. That's interesting. Um, The 22-year-old melodic rapper's track has been shrouded in... Shrouded, shrouded, and controversy for the satan- satanic subject matter and homoerotic undertones used it to create the video, mu- the music video. As I said last week, Sada Baby and Joyner Lucas have publicly spoken out about Lil Nas X's new single, but the Panini rapper continues to stand behind the art he created. So that is that one, but this one, this next article is saying this is all about his uh, record label. Um, it says, let me look. The name of the article is Lil Nas X's record label releases statement on song allegedly being removed from streaming services, says it's out of control. So clearly it's not been removed, but let's still read this article Lil Nas X's record label is addressing claims the Georgia rapper recently made regarding his new single Montario call me by your name possibly being removed from streaming streaming services on Tuesday April 13th Columbia Records released a statement via Twitter which reads 
Thanks for all of your comments regarding Lil Nas X, Montario. It's unfortunately out of our control, but we are doing everything possible to keep this song on streaming services, which apparently they went to great lengths to keep it on because it's still on. Um, we will keep you up to date as we hear more. Thank you for understanding. Meanwhile, Billboard reported that I swear I cannot talk or read. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Billboard reported this afternoon that the song won't be removed from music services. The label statement comes hours after Lil Nas X informed fans of the uncertainty surrounding his hit single being available to be streamed as of tomorrow, April 14th, which is today. Though he didn't offer any concrete reasons as to why the track could be removed from music platforms, Nas X did suggest fans screen record the track, which we just read in the last article. Blah, blah, blah. Same tweet that they put up. Um... The reworked Nike Air Max 97 sneaker, which was created by Mischief and worn by Lil Nas X in his music video, also received pushback for from sneaker giant Nike. Oh, from sneaker giant Nike. Presumably, I swear I cannot read. Presumably, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Because of the satanic design elements on the shoe. Um, there are 666 pairs, which I said in the last podcast, available for sale. But after Nike filed a lawsuit against the Brooklyn, New York-based art company, and le- later settled, the sneakers were, or the sneakers were ordered to be removed from circulation. However, 665 of the kicks had already been sold. So I guess Lil Nas X has the 666th pair. Um, so much that the effort. Okay, so Lil, so the Montario song has debuted at number one on the billboard hot 100 on april 5th or it debuted um on the billboard hot 100 dang i think that i've heard that song on the radio and it's i mean compared to his other songs it could be better but you know whatever speaking of record labels the upcoming artist sofago has been signed to Travis Scott's Cactus Jack label after Travis Scott posted a story on Instagram um, of him listening to So Fago's recently dropped album, which I forgot the name, but in an, um, let me see what song it was because he was really vibing to this song. Um, uh, let me see. So Fago, his recently, oh, After Me is the name of his song. You should go listen to it. It was Off the Map. That, that was the name of the song that Travis was listening to. If you go to Sofago's Spotify, you will see at the bottom of his recently released album that it says CP 2020 Cactus Jack. So that's really good for him. I've listened to him since he released his song. Oh, what was the name of it? The World is Yours. And then after that, I've just been bumping Sofago. Oh my gosh, he is so fire. He only has 2 million followers or two million, sorry, 2.5 million listeners on Spotify only. He is so talented. I'm so glad that he got signed. I think he was going to be on the XXL freshman list. Um, but I don't remember. I think he, he was either on it or going to be on it or is going to be on it. I have no idea. I might've just repeated myself. Uh, but I don't remember, um, because that whole XXL freshman list like is all over the place. 
like I don't remember who's gonna be on it or like who the tenth spot is. I don't remember at all. But yeah, so this next thing is very crazy. Um, it has to do with Cardi B. Um, so FCC received over 1,000 complaints for Grammy's WAP performance. No surprise to me, as the song is very, very like, you know, inappropriate. So the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, received more than 1,000 complaints about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP performance at the 2021 Grammys. According to Rolling Stone, the FCC was bombarded with 1,000-plus emails that called the March 14th performance vulgar and absolutely disgusting. So this was back in March, um, at exactly one month from today. That's crazy. Um, as fans know, Cardi B... And Megan's WAP performance was all about celebrating females as the two turned up the heat dancing atop and at some points rolling around a giant bed while rapping about their song. Um, I wish to file a formal complaint against the televised Grammy Awards 2021 in parentheses. One complaint began. Although I did not watch the entire event, I just happened to tune in to see what to just see if the MC's performers etc are still spewing any of off-colored and or political jokes and i just happened to switch my channel and was stunned to see cardi b megan the stallion etc etc display this really some this is really something for women are you've got to be kidding me that's what that whole um complaint was the person went on to threaten to take legal action against all involved writing this was to dis a disgusting display of nothing more than um, women being women. And this go is this going to continue? If so, I certainly want to know who to contact to file a lawsuit against the performers, the network, and any other per persons, corporations, etc., who either directly or indirectly participated in this display of disgustingness. That is crazy. I felt violated with Megan the Stallion and Cardi B's performance. Blah blah blah, like a bunch of things written on Rolling Stones. That is ridiculous. That's crazy. All right, I think that will be it for today's podcast. There, that was a lot of topics to go over. Um, I definitely think I'm gonna do two podcasts a week because if I did one, it would be like over an hour, and I don't think anyone would listen to that. So, um, yeah, I will be posting another podcast probably at the end of the week. I'll probably just do two podcasts, Wednesday and Saturday probably, or Wednesday and Friday. Probably Wednesday and Saturday because that gives three days in between each podcast. So, hope you enjoyed. Um, follow on Instagram. Um, I might do a video podcast and post like this, like a video on in, on YouTube. Like the full pa podcast, but we're like videoed on YouTube and then just have the audio part on Spotify and all that. Um, but I don't know yet because that would be a lot of editing and stuff. Plus, I don't know like my schedule for this, but yeah. Anyways, I uh, will see you guys on the next one.